0: And welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm Senior Pastor Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We've reached scene five in our journey through the Pilgrim's Progress and we're still in Vanity Fair. But I have entitled this episode Standing with the Persecuted. And I'm going to read some verses from 2 Timothy chapter 4, just reading a few verses from verse 6 to set the scene before we plunge in to Bunyan's story. First of all, a word of prayer. Lord, we praise you again for this spiritual classic that speaks to us powerfully today. We praise you for your words that speaks to us powerfully also And we pray that we would hear your authentic voice calling to us through the centuries, bidding us to take our stand, to run the race well, not only to begin, but also to finish that race of discipleship. Strengthen us by the Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, 2 Timothy chapter 3, And beginning at verse 6, the Apostle Paul says this, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. So, standing with the persecuted. The pilgrims are in Vanity Fair, and Bunyan's harrowing description of what happens to them draws from the treatment meted out to Jesus and his apostles and also from more recent martyrdoms, those that Bunyan knew in his own day. In the pilgrim's progress, faithful and Christian are beaten, clapped in irons, and led in their chains through the town. This is to terrorise any who might have spoken on their behalf at the forthcoming trial, for there is some in the town who had been attracted by the different way of life the two men embody. The pilgrims bear their cruel treatment with a meekness and patience, which echoes the attitude of Jesus when he was accused. But Christian and faithful's gentle behaviour only sends the accusers into an even greater rage. The two men know full well what might be about to happen, that they commit themselves into the care of a sovereign and loving God. One of them is indeed about to pay the ultimate price for their faith. Bunyan makes it clear that the trial is completely rigged. They brought them forth to their trial in order to their condemnation, he says. The character of the judge, Lord Hategood, was probably based at least in part on the judges that Bunyan had known in his own appearances before the courts. Faithful insists he is a man of peace, but the judge is having none of it. The witnesses hurl accusations at the defendants. Men with names like Envy and Superstition bring their bogus charges. The jury is made up of characters such as Mr. Liar, Mr. No-Good, Mr. Cruelty and Mr. Hate-Light. The foreman of the jury is Mr. Blindman, who says, I see clearly that this man faithful is a heretic. The proceedings are a mockery of justice from start to finish. Many of Bunyan's readers would have recognized the connections between the trial at Vanity Fair and the treatment of conscientious, principled Christians in their own day. Bunyan to write in this way in prison, when he was at the mercy of the authorities, was brave indeed, for at any point his manuscript might have been discovered. Because Faithful has spoken at the trial, it was he who is condemned to death, a death that is as cruel as the trial has been crooked. He is beaten Stabbed, stoned, and then finally in treatment which echoes those given to other 16th century martyrs, was burned to death. Bunyan does not go into great detail about this. The horror of Faithful's death is described quickly. It is horrific nevertheless. Yet for the martyr, this unjust, agonising death is the gateway to the Celestial City. Bunyan puts it like this. Now I saw that there stood before the multitude a chariot and a couple of horses waiting for Faithful, who, so soon as his adversaries had dispatched him, was taken up into it and straightway was carried up through the clouds with sound of trumpet the nearest way to the celestial gate. For Faithful all pain was gone. We might expect Christian to follow in the same way, but inexplicably, he is merely remanded in prison. Perhaps the bloodlust of the authorities and the crowd had been satisfied, for now. He remains in jail for a while, but mysteriously, he escapes his captors. We are not told how. Was he simply released? Did he escape? What we do know is that Bunyan attributes this miraculous deliverance to he that overrules all things. God is in control. Our times are in his hands. Let's pray together. God is in control. Our times are in his hands. Let's just sit with that wonderful truth for the moment. If you're being persecuted, if you are in pain and distress for some other reason, if you're at a time of confusion, maybe that you are experiencing difficulties with your mental health. Perhaps plans have fallen to the ground. Lord, as you seek to follow Jesus faithfully, as we seek to follow Jesus faithfully, trouble will come. But Lord, we thank you and we praise you that you are with us and that our times are in your hands. We pray for those who are persecuted for their faith. And we pray that they will be able to take their stand in a good and gracious way. And after everything has happened, continue to stand. Lord, for ourselves, give us all that we need in these days, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.